there, everybody. Holy moly. Uh, just, what do we do? We do a podcast about <laughs> movies? Not, I can't be sure. I thought That's it was That's crazy. Cooking. Yeah, we have our guest Selena Gomez coming up. Oh, I think finally. we've got, I feel, like we, I feel like we did that joke last time, did we not? Uh-oh. Probably not. <laughs> we do nothing but original content every episode. <laughs> we just have to mention Selena Gomez every episode. Yeah. <laughs> this is Movies Are Real for the month of October and November, I guess. I, I guess. I, I, you literally could tell me we, we, I don't remember the last time we did a podcast. Uh, hi, this is George. I'm here with Ryan Lance. That's my name. And uh, Carrie Lyles. <laughs> that's, that's my name. Uh-huh. Say it if you want. I don't know. Uh, I it's been a minute. I think the last folks, uh, the year is over by the time we're recording this here, pretty much essentially. Uh, and I don't have any other goofs or jokes on the state of the world <laughs> and the state of the motion picture industry, which you will get to later in the Nothing show. But smooth sailing for the film industry. Uh, but we, we can film. We can film movies. We can't show them though. It's that's great. true. It's yes, it's great. Like they did that Disney investors thing. And they're like, folks have been waiting very patiently for Black Widow, and that's it. That's all we got. We got nothing new for we you. We filmed four movies in the pandemic. We can't show them, but they're they're done. Anyways, uh, with that, I guess we, we're still here doing a podcast. You know, some stuff still comes out. Uh, you know, digitally in theaters for the twenty dollar price. Uh, I guess this first movie we're talking about was the last movie we saw in a movie theater. Yep. Yeah, the last there, movie we'll ever see. There is might be. I think I think we saw this at Exorbin. I think it's yeah. the one theater still. And open. AMC, the AMC is still open. Well, well, you know, the Twin Creek and Marcus theaters closed. I, I don't think they're. Open I didn't see right any show times for them when I was looking. Whenever I jokingly go to Fandango, I'd be like, I wonder what they're showing. Which, by the way, if you ever been, have you been on Fandango recently? No, fuck Fandango. Because I'm not an idiot. Oh, okay. I go on there just to see like what's showing. Yeah. Um, and it's great to see like what movies are actually out because it's like I have not heard of this, <laughs> yeah. any of this. You can I, I'm... the one that like wins a bell is the Fat Man Santa Claus movie with you know the anti-Semitic guy. Mel Gibson? Yeah. What? Ew. Yeah, he plays he plays like an angry Santa Claus or something. That sounds awful. I got a new phone and I I never logged into Marcus oh, in forever. Oh, man, yeah, Twin Creek seems to be open. Is it okay? Mm-hmm. You can get a private cinema. How much is it to get a private cinema? Me and Carrie talked about <laughs> yeah, this. We, we were we were thinking like, man, what if we did that for like Christmas or something? <laughs> I don't think that's going very far right now. Given that oh, we'll look into it. Keep over. keep it keep it locked. Uh, yeah. Keep it locked. We'll do a live episode of Movies Are Real for all of our Nebraska fucking <laughs> our fans. <laughs> We'll keep the Twin Creek Theater in Bellevue, Nebraska. Yeah. Uh, we Florida. could go see Half Brothers, uh, The Grinch, starring Benedict Cumberbatch, All My Life, don't know what that is. Freaky. Freaky. White Christmas, Let Him Go. The my holiday. mom my mom wanted to see that. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, the the holiday. holiday, Last Vermeer, Honest Thief is still playing, Come Play, Die Hard, and The Prom. Mm. They're not showing Tenet anymore? They're no. not. Oh, so, no. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, and the Croods. I skipped oh, that. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Back at the topic of the last movie we, we saw in a movie theater. Uh, Possessor Uncut. Um, yeah, Brandon Cronenberg. Uh, you know, he's ready to... He's, how many films has one Brandon Cronenberg in? I think this was his second. Okay, I was going to say this is his first one, but I doubt that was correct, so I didn't say that. But, uh... Yeah, Possessor. Um, so I, I don't know if we explained what this one was last time or then we were looking forward to it and the poster and the trailer looked cool. Uh, but this is like uh, you go into people's minds and you go do stuff. You possess her. Possess, possess, yeah. Or him or them. Yeah. 
And it's like freaky and horny and fucked up kind of, but not too fucked up. I don't think it's that fucked up. Um, nah. But yeah, I didn't have that much. I wasn't that big on the movie. Uh, I think, Carrie, you're a big fan. I really liked it so, a lot. It came out on Blu-ray, but since the last time we saw it in the <laughs> <Yeah>. movie theater. <laughs> I have just acquired the Blu-ray a couple days ago and since rewatched it, and it still slaps. Happy to report. Cool. I really like it visually, and I really like a lot of the weird gore. And I liked uh, all the the red and the yellows. And I like that. That I enjoyed yeah, about it. Projection colors and all the practical effects. It was all very... A visual delight, some might say. Mm, not me. I think it's okay. Ryan, wow. do you have anything to wow. say? <laughs> I, I liked it. I liked it a good amount. I'm having trouble remembering stuff just because like it's been. It has been a while ago. Yeah. Um, since we've seen it, but I remember like watching like, wow, that was wild. That was crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it was the the ending was especially like we were like, oh wow, look at that. <laughs> Are you t- can you tell that I've I've completely wow. forgotten a single thing in the movie? Wow. I, I remember the feeling I had. I don't remember the context at all. I was like, oh, That's wow. I think oh, if there was, was there any trailers, what was the trailers for that? I'm trying to think if there. It was the. It would be. It was like you would hear Jennifer Jason Lee talking about. Oh, you have to do this connection. We're not going to be able to pull you out. And then it'd be like. Right. Yeah. And the letters like came in from the outside. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Possessor. It's out there. Uh... I've heard good things about it from people who like in terms of the. This is this is just me now that I own a 4K TV oh, and I'm talking wow. about the 4K Blu-ray. I've heard good things. You've and changed, it, man. Oh god, it's a nightmare. <laughs> My TV's not even that good. Um, but yeah, Possessor, it's out there. If you're into Inception assassin yes. movies, yes, yes, yes. Uh, The Wolf of Snow Hollow is a movie on this list that I've seen the cool ass fuck poster about it, but I have not even yeah. looked up the trailer for it. Carrie, do you have anything? Yeah. I, or this, Ryan, do you have something to say on this one? Before? I have not seen this, and okay, I so have no Carrie, idea. Carrie, I'm gonna look at the trailer of while Carrie's uh, talking. This is we talked about it briefly last episode because I had it in the upcoming section. This is the second movie. Well, I don't know if it's the second movie. The second movie I've seen by the director Jim Cummings, and he's just a cool dude who I enjoyed. He did Thunder Road a couple years ago, and it's just a werewolf cop movie where there's this mountain town that is suffering from a string of unsolved murders and the entire precinct is like, it's totally a werewolf. Jim Cummings, who is the director and also the main character, is like, it's not a werewolf. And so they're just investigating, trying to figure out what's going on in this town. And I find it very funny. I've talked to some people who that was found... That Ryan release. I've yeah. talked to some people who found his performance and his comedy kind of grating, but I really like it. And it, it his performance is very similar to Thunder Road, where he also played a sad cop. <laughs> but I just really like it. And I think it's hilarious. And I really like his uh, approach to filmmaking and his directing style and how he's so... Uh, if you, if, I think I would recommend him as a Twitter follow because he always talks about his process and he has a lot of crowdfunding and investing options and stuff for his films and he's always motivating people to get out there and make their oh, movies. Oh, that's nice. He's cool. So he's, he's starring guy. and directing. Yep. He's, oh, okay. He's the he's the guy here that looks that like one. Brandon Yuri a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <hell> yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> I will say from looking at his trailer, I really like. I really like how it's shot and like the the color scheme. I, I love the like like a snow a snowy movie and then there's just mm-hmm. blood everywhere. Yes. It's a great yeah, contrast. True. Yeah, I love that a lot. It's great. I'd recommend it a lot. And it did really well on the 
when it premiered digitally, and so yeah, I was gonna ask, is this like a is this a digital is only a theater yeah. theater? At oh, okay. home I thing? don't know. I don't know if it played in theaters anywhere. I just bought it the first day that it was available, but I think it was mostly a digital thing that people were okay. We're doing. Yeah, I'm seeing if I can buy a physical version of this. You can. It, it's on Blu-ray. Okay. Well, then maybe I will go get that. Oh, I will add this to my watch list right now, Carrie. Hell You're yeah. Welcome. We can watch it together. Again, like we're at the point where like the bar of like, what the fuck have I not seen? I was looking at the high, I was looking at a, high, a Blu-ray of the high note and I was like, maybe. <laughs> just for, you just know, for, just, uh, just so I can feel name. something. Yeah. Also just Johnson. for that. Yeah. <laughs> just for that girl. But um, you know what? Well, Snow Hollow looks all right. Oh, Jesus, Borat's subsequent movie film was a thing oh, that happened. Yeah. Remember, like, five oh, years remember ago? Borat. Remember five years ago when the worst thing that happened to Rudy Giuliani was this fucking movie? Yeah, and since- five years ago. What, what a streak that man oh, had. That was like Christ. two weeks where every single thing, every highlight of Rudy Giuliani's career happened uh, within six days of each other. Jesus that Christ! Was insane. Uh, what, what's your favorite? Before we get into the movie, what's your favorite Rudy Giuliani thing? He's oh, done the lawn care place. The lawn care is pretty good, but the the <laughs> the thing where he's uh, I forget what state it was that he was like bringing up witnesses about the fraud, mm-hmm. and there was that fucking lady with the the white lady with the glasses and the yes, blonde hair. Yes, and who's like do you know what I'm talking about her? I think so. But yeah, she's she's like the most like white lady like customer <laughs> service has like oh. i saw the boats and i had to sign a thing that if i lie i'm gonna go to jail did you <laughs> sign it like no you don't know and rudy's like trying to like <laughs> and she just will not stop I I and it's yeah. so good but just seeing rudy be like why am i doing this <laughs> I'm I'm gonna always be a big fan of the long care thing. I, I'm, so su- I'm surprised. It is very good. For for me, I really like the visual of his hair dye bleeding over. That That's crazy. good. But Kate, I'm surprised your favorite thing was when he farted during. Uh, oh yes, <laughs> during uh, uh Courtney hearing yeah. very loud and audibly on mic. Yes, on mic you can hear it. Right. Yeah, I, I'm. Carrie, that's I'm. You really blew me away here by saying that wasn't your favorite <laughs> like, one. Like, like Rudy Giuliani would blow you away with his cacophonous oh, <laughs> Anyways, Borat, uh, that came out. Um, it's crazy how like if if two years ago we'd be like, oh, another Borat movie, well, no way. But in 2020, we're like, oh, please, <laughs> please, please God, <laughs> give us a. I found somebody movie. who I follow who uh, in 2016 when Trump won the election is like, God damn it! One of the worst things from this, we're gonna get a Borat movie in like a few years, and here we are. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's a Borat. It's a sequel. He has to go back. Well. He's a laughing stock. Everybody knows that he fucking brought this under to Kazakhstan. And um, because the Borat lore is weird, they're like, ah, Barack Obama, that guy sucked. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't like Barack Obama for other reasons, but they don't like him for, like, the characters are racist. and like, ah, yeah, 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 yeah whatever. Uh, it's like, Trump would love that guy. And he's like, friends with all these fucking very cool people like Jair Bolsonaro mm-hmm. and all these other fucking dictators. And the president of Kazakhstan's like, I want to be in the fucking cool Trump club. So you got to go over there and you got to fucking do it. Um, and uh, everybody knows Borat. And so he's got to do disguise. And he has a daughter. And the daughter becomes pretty much like a central character. I think she's more of a main character than Borat oh, yeah. in this one. And also really steals the show. Um, so everything falls apart. He's like, well, we're going to give my daughter to Rudy Giuliani. So we got to figure that out. Um, and yeah, I think it's, uh, it's, it's, it's really cool. 
I think, um, I think what's really cool about this is like you can tell when watching that they clearly filmed this before. Absolutely, got that's mad. the most fascinating. <laughs> and then thing. they had to do the quick rewrite, and the fact that they pulled that together and is it makes like, sense in a, in a way that makes sense, and even like giving the ending, like that's <laughs> that so like funny. that's pretty that's pretty admirable for yes the Borat writer writers <laughs> room. Yeah, like they filmed a lot of it before Corona, and then the movie pivots. Like, oh hey, yeah, <laughs> there's, there's there's a 100% sharp turn of like oh. Oh, no. Uh-oh. And then they work it into the ultimate ending. You know, yes, that, it's it's really good. So, I don't know. I don't know if they've said what the hell the original thing was, but I don't know. it turned yeah, out very well. Yeah, that's something I'm very interested in, like, knowing, like, not only, like, behind-the-scenes stuff, because that's, that's always interesting to hear Sasha Graham Cohen talk about the stuff that happens to him while he's filming these right. pranks. Because um, I believe, I believe I read that he filmed his, like, you know when he went to, like, the show and he played the song about yes, America? Yes, yes. I believe he had to film that twice because the first time did not go well in the, wherever yeah. he was, if I remember this correctly. But I believe both times they did not end well, that oh, he was dear. attacked. Yeah. Um, which makes sense, yeah. given what he did to, to a certain group of people. Yeah. I think um, the, the, the fascinating thing is uh, the actress in there, what, is, do we have her name here? Maria Bakalova? Um the fact is that they use they have so much shit that is not in the movie that there's like clips of it that like she had an interview with Don Jr. and oh, all yeah. that yeah and it's just not because they they actually like made her into like a fucking YouTube fucking uh, yeah she like yeah. got like into the White House press briefing yes. room with <laughs> no credentials yes. at all and like that how was that not in the movie awesome. yeah so maybe that was probably stuff that they didn't use once they pivoted this whole yeah. story I don't know. Um, because once they do the pivot, she's kind of not in it until the end of it. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. also like when he when he went to stay with that um, with those like rednecky guys, he was there for three days in character the whole time, and that scene is like only like four minutes. Yeah. yeah. And it's like like that's that's a lot of footage that they had. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's wild. I don't think it does anything. It's weird because the first Borat was all like it was in a and it was during. The early two thousands, where uh, I think we th- I think we were pa- people thought we were past racism or whatever the hell. So I think Borat one at the time was all like, "Wow, look at how racist and fucking bad people are." And this one is just like, "There's no revelation here. It's just all like, how far can we push this? And can we make Borat in a world where everybody knows who Borat is?" Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's pretty good. I don't know. Yeah. It's Borat. Yeah, I agree. It is Borat. I like mm-hmm. it. I think I like this one more than the first one. I agree. Me too. <laughs> it's also weird again because it's like they're both movies of their time and place. Yeah. So. And this one feels uh, more story yes. centric and less public prank centric. Yeah. So I guess depending on what you're looking for. It's more of a movie, movie, I guess. It might be, yeah. It might not be as good for if you're if you more enjoy the public prank aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But I really liked it, and I thought it was heartwarming and fun. <laughs> uh, next movie we got here is Dick Johnson is Dead, which I don't know what I've, this I've is. I've heard about this. I've heard it's very sad. It's very good. It's it's a documentary that this girl put on Netflix where she is coming to terms with the fact that her dad is going to die someday, and that she is, I think he has dementia, I'm pretty sure, or something like that, like some degenerative brain thing and she is having him move in with her in new york but uh in order to try and cope with the idea that her dad is gonna die someday she has this documentary going and then she also 
sets up and stages and films all these uh, high, high concept, elaborate ways that he could possibly die. And so there's like, there'll be them talking about uh, his, his situation or remembering her mom who has since passed. And then, uh, but then it'll cut to a weird cartoony scene of him walking down the street and then gets crushed by a, by a air conditioner falling down or something. So it's just... Is this live action, by the way? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's really, really good. And I really like the visual style of a lot of the, like, dream sequence-like death setups or just other things that she sets up in the film. I really like their their aesthetic. And I think it's a really interesting and heartwarming watch. I would okay. recommend it. And it's on Netflix. It was a very interesting concept for a documentary. Oh, yeah. I saw this blow up, like, slightly on Letterboxd, at least with, like, the few people that I follow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, huh. So I read like about it and I was like, that's really interesting of an idea and like a very unique way to deal with that, like kind of grief you'd feel from that situation. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's something that I definitely know. Yeah. And he's like a retired therapist, I'm pretty sure. So she goes in and talks, has, helps him pack up his office and he has some anecdotes about his time and it just goes through, goes through his, his life in what could be his final years and Mm -hmm. her dealing with that grief sort of trying to get a jump on it so it's not as difficult once it actually happens but as soon as i like saw the trailer for it i was like oh yeah that'll destroy me (laughs) (laughs) but it's really cool and i really like it it's really a lot of the choices that they make are really inventive and interesting huh okay well now i know i can just watch that on netflix that's cool Mm -hmm. interesting all right well that sounds dope well, that's very the, good. Well, that's the, that's Dick Johnson is dead. Um, next, you saw The Witches on HBO Max, George. Right? I did see The Witches. Um, I thought about this like eight times. I forgot it came Facebook. out until I realized when uh, oh, George made his like seventh. Until I <laughs> promise, war- the Warner Media people who listen to this podcast, mm-hmm. I promise I will give you your blood money uh, since you. At this point, I've slaughtered the movie theater industry, uh, and I will give you your money and sign up for HBO Max uh, eventually. Oh. Eventually. Uh, so, but when I used my six fake HBO <laughs> trial, um, I saw The Witches. Um, so, yeah, I have not seen the original Witches. Carrie, have you seen this? Ryan, have you seen the original? I have not seen the Okay, movies. so I didn't know. Apparently, like, some of the older folks who have actually, like, oh, yeah, the movie was fucking horrifying yeah. when you were. Uh, when that first came out. Um, and this movie's definitely going for that. I was like, oh, they're trying to fuck some kids up with this one, huh? Um, so yeah, based on the Roald Dahl book, um, you have a kid who lost his parents recently, now lives with his grandma, um, and his, her, his grandma, like, has seen witches. Like, he, she's, like, very much, like, these witches are real, and she's, like, this, like, very, like, lived a lot of life and knows a lot of, so very wise grandma-type character. And then the kid sees a witch, and then she's like, we gotta get the fuck out of here i know somewhere safe this hotel that's like really like fancy and shit uh and then uh turns out that they're having the uh forget what the dumb was like committee for like saving children or something or another yeah i think they do that in the original too. yeah and then it turns out, oh, it's fucking uh, the witches led by Anne Hathaway, who is the fucking grand witch. Oh, also, I didn't say Octavia Spencer plays the grandma in this movie. And Chris Rock is the child, but the older version of the child. Oh. But he narrates it. Um, 
And so, yeah, it turns out they're all witches. And uh, she looks like, uh, the witches look like uh, Baraka from Mortal Kombat mixed with the Joker kind of. <laughs> The DLE, uh I, I've seen the stills of them, like when they're all like kind of yeah, weird yeah, looking. Yeah. It's like, huh? That's a that's HBO Max effects, huh? <laughs> I think it. I think it, it looks. It's. I don't know. Is it better on in motion. I think it is, but okay. I don't know. The still, I, I just like how much fun it is. But oh, the, okay. It's not like they're taking it serious. That's the other thing. I think this movie is bad. Oh. But I had a good time with it. Oh. Um, <laughs> I just feel just because they don't see family movies like that i guess i don't know um and it's probably it's a remake so for me it feels like an original thing but it's not an original thing at all um but yeah i think it's it's fun and and funny and all right it's a family movie i don't know uh i think anne hathaway is having a good ass time that's also immediately anne hathaway is just like just fucking go crazy. Just do whatever you want. And she seems, she seems like she's having a great time. When they turn to mice, because then the kids, they do get turned to mice. It's like uh-huh. the, the the grandson and then two people they meet. Oh, the grandson gets a mouse. It turns out the mouse is a, is a kid who got turned into a mouse. Uh-huh. Um, and then they meet a, another guy and they turn into a mouse. And then... Um, they turn, then they're just mouses, and then, or mice, apologies, and then they make a mice <laughs> army. They're going to hunt witches, and that's where the movie ends. I think the movie is very bad, now that I think about it, but I had a good time. Like, the writing and the way it's structured and is, is very bad. Like, they mentioned, like, early on, like, hey, the grandma isn't doing so well. Like, she's the caretaker, but, like, she's not doing so great. And then they just never bring it up at the end. And they're just like, ah, we're good. We're going to go hunt all the witches, and that's it. And uh, this is directed by Robert Zemeckis. Who maybe the classic guy? Uh, so maybe that's why the special effects uh, are fucking fucking you up. The guy who made the Polar Express and A Christmas yeah. Story. Um, again, I think this movie's bad, but I had a good time watching it. Um, but because uh, it's just it's it's the ending is just bizarre. It's just like ah, it's fine. Octavia Spencer's gonna live forever. It's great. Don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, that's the witches. I've never seen the original. I bet I would. I've seen like stills about it, and the practical effects look really fucking yeah, good. Cool. So uh, I've uh, seen I've seen clips. Like I've seen yeah. the scene, which I imagine is the one that you were talking about, where they the, transform the, into yeah, yeah. the boardroom, yeah, conference room scene. I've seen that. Yeah, it's and I've seen good. stills of it. Like the practical effects are cool. So I kind of not you for that, but uh, yeah, it's fine. I would not recommend it. I don't know if you have HBO Max, you have nothing to do while before Wonder Woman comes out. Yeah. Or euphoria i don't know it's it's there the first euphoria thing came out already it did i hear yeah it's all right yeah yeah in the, the second best episode of euphoria is it yeah because have you seen all of it i've seen all of euphoria okay, yeah. yeah uh it's the best episode because it's just them talking about like serious stuff and not them being distracted by some nonsense to move the plot forward oh okay. it's great all right i haven't uh, watched euphoria it's got a good soundtrack right. that's that's my yeah. favorite thing about it honestly and the actresses, uh, people acting in it. Yeah, the, cool. the main, the main two actresses are, are great. Yeah, I love them. But it's a, it's a, I don't know, it's a, it's like, it's like fetishizing, like everything, like how I would describe the modern generation of youth is horny and depressed, and it's yeah. like doing like yeah. a, like a fucking like fetishistic horny like. I don't know. It's just like a upped version of that. Yeah, it's like it's like all the stuff a CW show wants to be, yes, but it can't. Exactly, exactly. Um, it's it's wild. It's yeah. so interesting. Uh, great soundtrack, though. Anyways, uh, Happy Season. This movie everyone was talking about it, and I haven't seen it. Uh, did you guys both seen this already? I've seen it twice. Oh, okay. I watched it once. Yeah. One of those times was the front. Is it yes. good? I like it a lot. I think I like it more than most people. Okay. For reasons. Do. 
No, <laughs> just one reason. <laughs> Uh, so as far as I, okay, so you guys have to set me up the, 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 the setup for this movie, but we got Alison Brie, we got Aubrey Plaza, we got fucking Kirsten Stewart, we got Kenzie Davis, we got a bunch of, bunch of cool people. Yes. But what the fuck is this, is, what the hell is so, the setup for uh, this movie? So, uh, Kirsten Stewart and Mackenzie Davis are, are a couple. Right. Um, it's around Christmas time, um, and Chris Stewart wants to propose to Mackenzie Davis, um, and they decide, um, that they're gonna go to Mackenzie Davis's parents' house for Christmas. Um, and she wants to do it there, but they find out on the way that she hasn't uh, gone out to her parents, and now she has to stay. They both have to stay in the closet and like hide the fact that they're oh. in a relationship um, because of certain circumstances that they're like maybe it wouldn't be best to reveal this right now, and that's all just because like the character keeps putting this off because um, of how difficult that is for a lot of people i'm told like her dad's like a politician or something yeah he he works on like the city council and he's running for mayor it makes me think of uh have you either of you seen the birdcage no it's the same kind of farcical setup as in that one because uh in that one uh uh, Robin Williams and Nathan Lane are a couple and uh, Robin Williams owns a drag bar and Nathan Lane is one of the head drag queens at the drag bar and Robin Williams has a son who is getting married to a girl whose dad is running for governor or something and he's really conservative and there's this Uh scandal that uh they're like oh god we have to try and placate this scandal we're gonna have you since you guys are getting married we're gonna make that the we're gonna make that the thing but then uh the girl's like well my my dad can't know that you have gay dads and that one of them is a drag queen so it's, it made me think of so that. let's just not bring that up <laughs> well they there's this whole thing of how they have to try and like de-gay their apartment and hide nathan lane basically it's a very, very good hmm. movie. If not a little dated, but it's still mm-hmm. really, really good. Okay. But anyway, happiest season. Happiest season. But yeah, uh, it's it's basically just like the most basic, you know, Christmas rom-com thing, except they're gay. Okay. And that's... that's but hey, what, that's cool. I yeah, guess. that was... That was uh, that was like the whole point of like the movie. Like I've, Nobody I've, dies tragically. No one dies tragically. <laughs> Nothing like... Horrible happens to any of the gay characters, and there's a lot of them in this movie, which is very, you know, refreshing. Um, and like, that's just the point of the movie. I, I've read a lot of people, you know, they have their own thoughts on it, and th- those are all valid, but like, I just feel that this movie has a direction it wanted to go, and it just goes there and doesn't try to overcomplicate it. The vibe I get from folks, and I, I haven't seen this movie, but it feels like uh, it's a lot of folks being like, hey, like, it's whatever, but we yeah. don't need to lift this up as this like holy shit! It's fucking the, the, the best gay Christmas movie ever. Like I yeah. it's got yeah. some some issues, but yeah. it's still like it's cool that it exists. Listen, That's... Carol, Carol exists, and it's not gonna it's not gonna I be sad. Carol Carol's either. fantastic, um, but like yeah, this is just trying to be like a fun, happy Christmas thing, and I love it for that. Okay. It's 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 very heartwarming and sad and funny. Carrie, what are your thoughts on it? liked it uh it's pretty good and i thought it was pretty funny too but uh i don't know it's just i I get i I don't know if we needed another uh hide that you're gay kind of movie but Uh i don't know i thought it was fine uh and i think that it was more it feels 
like because you said the writer is one of the people who's in the movie right? yeah it was a, it was the, the weird da- sister the weird, the weird daughter yeah it, it was feels, the weird daughter and uh the director it feels like a movie that could be really like cringy and bad if done wrong but the way that it's written i think it feels a little more personal mm-hmm. so like even if it is a cliched like maybe we don't need another one of these stories it still feels like it still feels authentic and yes. nice okay so I appreciated it. Yeah, I think it, it was pretty good. It's yeah. It to me, it's just like all those all those like cliches, just like with a with a gay twist, without trying to like reinvent or you know hold a mirror to anything. And that's totally fine. I I love it a lot it, for reasons. Uh, it's great. Great. I w- I would recommend it. <laughs> great. Dolly Parton. Everybody loves Dolly Parton. Uh, she's had a big resurgence li- lately. Uh, I've always liked Dolly Parton. Uh, but apparently she has a Christmas special? Hell Christmas yeah. on the Square? Um, it's on Netflix. Oh, okay. I feel like it's every year Netflix, Netflix has a Christmas special. Oh, yeah. Is this, the Jenny, Jenny, is this the Jenny Lewis I'm thinking of? Like the, the singing lady? Or? Probably. Oh, God. I love Jenny Lewis. Okay, well, maybe I should watch the Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square. Who's, who saw this? <laughs> Me. Okay. Well, I, I, uh, well, I heard about it from a YouTube channel that I like called Movie Bitches, and they are big connoisseurs and consumers of uh, Lifetime Christmas movies ah, and stuff yes. of that ilk. So they uh, did a trailer reaction classic video, classic YouTube to this, to this movie. And I was like, pardon me, the what now Dolly Parton and the who, but, uh, it's a Christmas musical on Netflix. And basically it's about, uh, Christine Baranski's character is a big old grump ass and she has the deed to this town, and she's selling oh, the man, town. Oh man, that sounds great. This to make a mall. Great, this sounds <laughs> the great. The town's like, no, we're a small town, and we band together, and we love Christmas. Please don't That's sell great. us. And she's like, you have to be out by Christmas Eve. And they're like, no, have a heart. It's Christmas. And she's like, nope. <laughs> and Dolly Parton's also there as an angel. <laughs> That sounds great. I love it. It's pretty fun. It's not very good. I'm sure it's not. It's sure fun. And I posted on my Instagram story the day this came out that this was the reason I got out of bed that day to watch this. It was awesome. And I love Christine Baranski so much. Also in the birdcage. Oh, okay. But yeah. Where's Jenny Lewis? I don't see her here. Anyways. Um, Well, that sounds like the most. yeah, nonsense holiday thing pastor. ever there's a an old flame that christine baranski didn't get closure with oh then. wow like the grinch oh. in that one mm-hmm. it's great <laughs> it's fun okay. it's at least self-aware of like how cliche it is oh. i don't think lifetime movies are usually so no yeah that wouldn't be as fun if you gotta it, be sincere it was like yeah it's 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 sincerity poison <laughs> okay it's well, fun. That sounds exciting. Yeah, and Dolly, yeah, Dolly Parton pretends to be a homeless person, and Christine Baranski's like, "Get out of here!" And then she appears to Christine Baranski's like, "Oh my God, you were an angel the whole time." Okay. It's great. It's fun. It's not very good, but it's fun. Okay. Well, that's, that's the Dolly Parton. We could watch that afterwards. Christmas on the Square. I guess we could. You know, we could. <laughs> we could do that. I think I think on multiverses, Carrie. There's a few where we do that. I don't think it's very long. Uh. Yeah, I would, God, I would hope so. Um, so, so far we've talked about Possessor, The Wolf of Snow Hollow, 
uh, Borat's subsequent movie fil- film, uh, Dick Johnson is Dead, and The Witches, and Happiest Season, and of course, Dolly Parton's uh, Christmas on the Square. This next movie I've never heard in my life, and I'm looking up the trailer as we speak, and it is The Call. Who, who's who got the skinny on this, this one? Oh, this, whoopsie, whoopsie. This is, oh, George. <laughs> yeah, I got it, I got it. Don't worry <laughs> All about right, it. so just Good as luck, fair warning. there's like five movies named The Call. Yeah, it's got terrible SEO. Also, yeah, this one, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's what I was that's Ryan, awesome. Yeah. Ryan texted me and was like, "Have you watched The Call?" And I was like, "The Halle Berry nine one one movie." And he was like, "No." <laughs> uh, but there's also another Call movie that came out this year around the same time, which is super confusing. I think I saw is it not this Amazon. trailer I just clicked on? This, this is, is the wrong. One, Ryan. It's it's a it's a South Korean movie. Um, the reason I was interested in it is because one of the actresses in it in it, and I'm gonna butcher her name because I'm horrible at pronouncing South Korean names. Okay. But um, John John Sale, uh, she was in Burning. She was the best part of that movie, which had like really good reviews. Um, but I hated the main character, so I couldn't really get into it. But it's about these two girls um, who like talk over this old landline telephone, and they basically find out that the other girl is like basically like the call is going back in time. So they're talking like between time mm. and space. Um, and at first it's like, oh man, like a, you know, it's a friendship and like they're helping each other. And then it turns into like a fucked up nightmare <laughs> and it's wonderful. <laughs> I love this movie so fucking much. It's great. This looks good. It's horrifying. It has one of my favorite shots of the year and maybe of all time. Oh, Carrie, you will especially love it. There's a oh. lot of blood. Hey. It's great. <laughs> but yeah, I... I adore this thing. Huh. I've looked up reviews and people don't seem to like it as much as me. <laughs> and you know what? I don't care. It's awesome. Fuck you guys. It's, in my opinion, I think it's the best, like, time travel movie. Is Better it, than uh, The Lake House, right? The Lake House. Isn't your name a time travel movie? Technically. I would say in terms of, like, what they do with time travel, it's most comparable to your name. But if it's a, like, have you watched? What if I ruined everything? Literally, the lake house. <laughs> I know, I know. That's Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock but, talking to each other through a mailbox. I believe that was based <laughs> off an. It was a South Korean film or a Japanese film of a similar name. That can't be right. <laughs> yeah, Keanu Reeves isn't Japanese. He wouldn't do that. No, 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 no. Okay, but the call. Fantastic. I love it. It's horrifying. It's dark as hell. Um, there are subtitles, so boo-hoo everyone who hates Parasite because they can't read. Um, but yeah, I love it. It's on Netflix. It's one of the coolest things I've seen this year. Second favorite movie of the year so far. Um, and I would highly recommend it. That looks good. If you're in for a spooky time. Thank you, Ryan. Yes. <laughs> I, I, can, I can do good sometimes. <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, uh, this is good for me as somebody who has nothing to watch that I've... I feel like... Dude, I, I, this uh, the pandemic has... 100% confirmed my suspicion that if movie theaters don't exist, I'm just out of the loop 100% because I just <laughs> yeah. don't know what's going on. Um, not that anybody knows what's going on. The movie industry yeah. sure as fuck doesn't know what's going on. Um, no, I've been feeling that too because people will, will be talking about some digital thing and I'm like, where did that come from? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Anyways, that's the call. That's just exciting. me refreshing the promising young woman Twitter <laughs> waiting for updates. <laughs> Uh, well, um, so the next movie on our list here is a movie I saw. It's a it's a gamer thing. Uh, insert Ugh. coin. 
Uh, this movie has been on Kickstarter years ago. Uh, it's been in development for a while. So I saw it on Alamo. This motherfucker, Ernest Klein, is in this movie. <laughs> it's, a, it's a real shame. It's a real shame. Anyways, Midway was a developer of Chicago video games. They made NBA Jam, Mortal Kombat, Narc, and other stuff. So this is a documentary uh, specifically looking at the, the development, the, the, that studio in that time frame and how they made those video games and stuff and what they meant for Chicago. Um, it's really cool. I don't have much to say about it. If you enjoy video games, if you listen to this podcast and you're interested about the development of Mortal Kombat, NBA Jam, and uh, other Chicago Midway video games like I did because I was born in Chicago and as somebody who enjoyed video games was like, oh, they make Mortal Kombat here. That's crazy. Um, it's all right. It's pretty good. I don't think it's only on Alamo anymore, so that's good. Um, I think it, it falls for the thing with documentaries where, like, they're on a thing, but they need to hit the, uh, the widest audience possible. Yeah. So, uh, so they're... Like, here's what a video game is. Kind of. You put it in a corner, and then something happens on the screen. And also, like, NBA, everybody knows NBA Jam, so it's, like, focuses a lot on NBA Jam, but doesn't focus on the more obscure shit. You may want to know. I hope that when it comes out on Blu-ray, it has all that nonsense that I care about. Mm. But, uh, and I guess if if you just like Mortal Kombat and NBA Jam, you might like Insert Coin. So, um, pretty good documentary. I think, it, even though it, it does have to do that, we have to cater for everybody. It still, it still does it. It, it doesn't, it doesn't go so far like video games. Am I right, folks? It, it's, it has some sort of like, you know what a video I game is. Might be going somewhere. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you. Um, Freaky. I can't believe they went ahead with Freaky releasing in, in movie theaters before they came out digitally. Uh, because I was like, like certainly it's going to be day and date digitally. But no theaters. Yeah. They saw their they saw their opportunity and they went for it. Anyways, uh, Freaky uh, is out in the world, and I saw it yesterday. And if you're not familiar with folks, the, this is a new movie from the people who did uh, Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to You. Starring uh, Vince Vaughn and Catherine Newton, where uh, on Friday the 13th, uh, Vince Vaughn plays this fucking crazy serial killer who's like, well, like, the whatever the fucking place we're living in, Butcher. I'm the Chesapeake Ripper. I'm the fucking Bellevue. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, And so he, like, comes out and starts killing people, and he, like, finds this fucking um, Aztecian fucking, I think it's Incan, actually, fucking knife that causes you to switch places if you like fucking stab someone <laughs> and so he switches places with uh Catherine newton who is not vince vaughn a very tall and big and scary man uh maybe not scary yeah but... that's not how i would describe vince vaughn well, how, i'm scared of vince vaughn how would you describe personally. vince vaughn i w- i would i would describe him as like someone who i feel like smells and i'll probably want to leave the room as soon yeah, as yeah they make a joke yeah. that he's like he smells like hot dog water oh no. so i see they, uh, i see that i wrote this movie <laughs> So those I knew mo- I was doing something this year. <laughs> so have you seen those Happy Death Day movies? It's like horror with a comedy twist sort yeah. of dealy, and they add a bit of sincerity, a bad, a bit of like family stuff to it. And this also has that. It's 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 those movies. It it, it really doesn't do. It's not gonna. It's a fun time, but it's not gonna surprise you. It's very gory. It's very bloody. Um, so I love it. I think it's great. I think it's a good time. I think it's fun. It's I'll probably check it out once it's not twenty dollars. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Me and I that, really want to watch it, yeah. so we're like, "Oh yeah, that's fair." If if there was a movie, like I have, I have said it before, I have no problem with the twenty dollars price tag if it's a movie that I like totally. really want to yeah, see. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. 
But it's but it's like the thing where like well I gotta sit and like think about it and like <laughs> yeah it's a whole thing. Although I did spend the twenty dollars on that fucking Kevin Bacon horror movie that came out earlier Ooh. this year. I saw that, that for free on Peacock, baby. Oh yeah, it's bad, right? Yeah, it's really bad. Why are you talking about the You Should Have Left movie where uh, Kevin Bacon is married to Amanda Seyfried and they're in this oh, weird yeah. Airbnb. The most interesting about that movie is he knows the house is weird. He knows the dimensions on the house are very weird but it's not until, like the third act where he actually like measures the house and be like wait a minute this doesn't make sense motherfucker there's an endless staircase in the basement and now you're like I think something weird is going on here let me measure the walls at least in House of Leaves they led with that and built yeah. up to the endless staircase Jesus Christ alright yeah it's bad freaky pretty good though I think it's alright um yeah it's pretty good um so that's all of the sort of stuff that has kind of come out uh, in this time, uh, with it being us just with a lot of time in our hands and not being able to go to the movie theater. We've been watching random stuff. Carrie, you have a list of motion pictures here Woo. that you have watched uh, since the last time we recorded. Uh, yeah. What is this stage fright Aquarius here? Uh, this one was a part of my, uh, it was my second annual, uh, I'm going to watch a bunch of horror movies in October. Ah, yes. And this was a part of that. And this was my favorite one of oh, the 20, yeah. 20 something. I think I got to like 23. You got pretty far. Yeah. Better than I did last year. Last year I did like 10. <laughs> what what time then? What decade? What, what year is this then? Uh, I believe 80. Okay. This sounded like something that would have been an obscure 80s. 80 movie that fucking Shout releases on Blu-ray or something. Shit. Yeah, I bought the Blu-ray. <laughs> oh, okay, did it come from Shout Factory? Uh, no. Oh damn. So. Okay. Uh, eighty-seven. Oh, okay. But uh, basic plot is these people are putting on a production, and the production is about uh, it's like a musical about a serial killer. Okay. And then one of the dancers is injured, and the director won't let her leave to go get her ankle looked at, so they uh decide to one of her her and another dancer decide or no not a dance it doesn't really matter another person who works on the on the show they dip out for a bit to go to a nearby hospital to get her ankle looked at but then when they get there whoops it's a mental hospital not a real hospital but they talk their way in and she gets her ankle looked at anyway but this mental hospital is housing this dangerous criminal man and he winds up sneaking in the car back with them to the stage to where they're rehearsing. And then the director says, we gotta all stay here to finish this scene tonight. We gotta work on this. Lock the doors. We're all staying here so we can work on this and no one can leave. But then someone gets murderized and they're trapped in there with the murderer and they just gotta try and survive. That sounds great. It's awesome. Also, what is this English or? It's it's English, but it's got that kind of uh, original Suspiria feel. Oh. where everything seems dubbed over. It is totally oh, okay. okay. It's great. It's so fucking good. I loved it. Okay. Okay. And yeah, the serial killer is dressed like an owl the whole time. It's fantastic. Okay. It's very good. That seems good. Is this uh is this available digitally anywhere? Uh, I rented I just buy the it. Blur- I believe. Oh, okay. 
Carrie, what's interesting about piercing, the next move on your list, is my boss told me about this and why I should watch it. And then I checked Letterboxd like that evening and you had seen it and rated it very highly. <laughs> so I was like, what? Why are so many people telling me about piercing right now? <laughs> well, I had it on my list for whatever year it came out and I just never got around to watching it. Mm -hmm. And then it was on Netflix and I was like, oh, I might as well watch this. And it's the same director who did uh, Eyes of My Mother. Yeah. And, and the podcast the favorite, mm -hmm. Grudge 2020. Yeah. Yeah. And, the movie of uh, the year, somehow. <laughs> Hell yeah. But uh, the basic setup, it's the same guy as well from Possessor, the dark-haired guy. Okay. the main guy. And basically, he has these violent tendency, tendencies, and he really wants to murder someone. Okay. And, <laughs> what a crazy um, guy. And the, the way this movie is delivered uh, gives me American Psycho type vibes. Because oh. you can, it's hard to tell what's real and he's like imagining things or acting things out. But basically, he hires, uh, I can never get her name right. Mia, Mia Lukowski. That's not her name. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, Mia Wazakowska or something like that. And uh, she is a an escort who is into BDSM. So he's like, I'm going to kill her. But then it sort of gets turned where she's a little more weird than he was anticipating. And so it's this, this back and forth of them just like... I called it spicy phantom thread, where it's just <laughs> these two people who are extremely crazy just playing off each other. Huh. He has an idea of how the night's going to go, and she also has an idea of how the night's going to go, and they just get entangled. It's great. Nice. It it's great. fantastic. It's very stylish, and it's very uh, heavily uh, nod to, like, giallo movies, because there's uh, the Tenebrae theme is in here. There's a lot of other uh, soundtrack cues from other, like, Italian horror or giallo movies. It's fantastic. And yeah, it's stylistically this is very good. Cool. Yeah, this looks dope. It's awesome. I love it. it. Turns out Carrie and your boss were right, Ryan. You should watch Carrie. Piercing. Carrie and my boss are also both really into drag. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I told Carrie because like she's like because she I don't think she knows a lot of people who are into drag. So oh, shit. when I told her that you did, she was like, "Right, is your friend who likes drag seen this?" <laughs> yeah. I, like, I don't. Yeah. Know. Ryan texted me one day. He's like, "Have you watched Dragula?" And I'm like, "I've watched part of it." Blah blah blah. And then he was like, "Oh yeah, my boss said it was a drag horror thing." And I was like, "Yeah, there's all kinds of all this different drag race shit that I haven't caught up on, like Dragula, Drag Race UK, Drag Race Canada, Drag Race yeah, Thailand." Yeah. So Carrie <laughs> sent me like a text that was like the size of my phone, and I was, and I was like, like, "Hello, my boss." To show you how much my friend love drag here is what they sent me what i asked them have you seen this one particular drag show i after we had that conversation i did watch all of dragula that's on netflix nice. and so i'm ready for season four should be coming out soon season one is not on netflix so i'll have to find that somewhere it's probably still on youtube maybe Ooh. i don't know and also season 13 of drag race cast just got announced are you guys excited I Who are am, your early favorites? I am on the floor. <laughs> My early favorite is Tina Burner. Calling it now. Okay. <laughs> well, that's piercing. Again, I'm, I love that we're having this this podcast. One because I like your company, but also I have stuff to watch now. Oh, that seems great. You saw Remember Me. Yeah, me oh, and Ryan watched Remember yes. Me. Oh, you both I, saw Remember yes, Me. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. We, 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 made a, we made an evening where we were going to watch Remember Me. Yeah, we were like, we're going to watch the, the movie with Carrie's husband and my wife. 
Uh, oh yeah, because we on. watched Remember Me and then we watched uh, Happiest, Happiest Season. Season. Yes. Oh. Kira was very upset because my wife was dressed fantastically. <laughs> yeah, she looked great. Robert Pattinson looked like a fucking scum lord this entire <laughs> movie. Like, I expect him to look a little greasy and dirty, but I just mean his fashion But you didn't know that he wore cargo dirty. shorts. He, what was his name? His name was Tyler. <laughs> his name was Tyler. <laughs> Robert Pattinson playing a guy named Tyler. <laughs> So, oh god this movie however this insane you think this movie is it's much more and i got it for a great deal i bought it on dvd at half price books because i saw it and i was like i need to own this i don't even i don't even need the hard sell of any of the, <laughs> any of the plot elements or the weird ending or you know yeah you know it's so crazy because I don't I, I don't know how infamous that is. I think we've talked about the oh, yeah. podcast before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's so weird how in context the 9-11 ending is even weirder. Oh yeah. Because like, <laughs> the, the whole movie and also the 9-11 thing is like a weird ending, but there's a lot of weird stuff in that movie. <laughs> it's insane. It's a weird movie. Like Robert Pattinson is the only person who could have done this, in my opinion. I can't think of anyone else. Yeah, but, man. yeah, like, there's no, like, lead-up to it. It it barely even touches the fact, like, they're in, like, the year 2001. Yeah. Like, they say dates sometimes, and that's a little, like, think, specific. And she has, like, a flip phone or something. Yeah. Or, like, an old phone. But it doesn't, well, the and time they, frame doesn't matter, really. No, and they make, like, a mention of some attack or some mounting worry about terror or something but like and very early on it's on the news in the background yeah, of a conversation so it's like not a forefront thing okay. but knowing the ending it's like oh yeah oh no i just i and like this was 2010 so this was right after twilight i can yes. like I, i'm just trying to imagine all like these like girls like going to see this movie yeah and like they have no idea because it's it's also not even a book it's just a movie that was made someone was, someone like, was like a story i need to tell yeah i need to end my movie with 9 11 yeah and it's, it's weird. I, mean, I wish I was there. <laughs> In context, a lot of the movie is focused on... Because uh, Robert Pattinson's love interest, her mother was killed in front of her when she was really young. And so she has this running idea where she's like, any day could be my last day. I have to live stuff to the fullest, blah, blah, blah. I have to do things the way I want to do them because I could die at any time. Anyone could die at any time. And a tragedy could strike at any time. It's like, oh, I see. I get, I, you could just be standing in your dad's office waiting for him to show up and 9-11 could happen. You don't know. Like, what, what do you mean 9-11 would happen? People are... What, is, what do you mean by that? <laughs> it's like, when it, when it happens, you'll know what I mean. It's like, oh, okay, great. So it's a weird movie. It's, it's really weird. weird. I still think the weirdest scene is um, when Robert Pattinson threatens a child. That was so good. Um, so Robert Pattinson, like, he's... He's this weird kind of guy. He like shows up to college, but is not enrolled in college. Yeah. And also works at a bookstore because of course. Of course he does. And he has a wacky weird roommate. Who's the most insufferable so person I've ever met. And his roommate sleeps above the fridge and he has a room. It's such a weird arrangement. There's all these times where it seems like the dialogue is just that person talking to Robert Pattinson, the man, not the character. Because they're at the bookstore and he's like, you gotta stop it with this brooding introvert shit <laughs> <laughs> like, 
oh, leave Robert Pattinson alone. <laughs> but but the the one like redeeming like nice quality that Robert Pattinson has because like he's kind of like even weird to like his his girlfriend too. Yeah. In like like well, very possessive, whole, controlling the whole ways. Setup of their relationship is it's that fucked up. It's so like we would have to explain the whole movie to get into how fucking stupid yeah, and weird so it let, is. Let's not. Let's the, not. It's, it's like a it's like a, a we got together on a bet that she doesn't know about type of thing. Uh, yeah, it was one of those like contrived things. But his one redeeming thing is like he's very like close to like his little sister because there's like issues with like the dad and like Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. Um, but he's like a very he's a very good brother. And at one point, her his sister goes to like a slumber party, and they they were cutting girls' hair for fun. I think or that, I think the thing that happened was they were taking turns like styling each other's hair, okay. and then somehow they like cut a ton of her hair off without her knowing about okay. it, or probably like held her down and cut her I, hair I, off. I it something. seemed like they did it on purpose. Yes. yes. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Yes, but they probably. Oh no. Oh, wasn't it? Oops. Uh oh. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> but like, she got her hair cut really bad, and she was like super insecure about it. Um, and had to get, like, a really short haircut to, like, you know, even it out. Yeah. And he, like, walks her into into class of this, like, it, all girl. In, like, a threatening way, like, don't try it, little yeah. girls. And, like, he, <laughs> like, she sits down, he, like, gives her all her stuff. And then, like, a girl makes a passive-aggressive comment. So he walks up to this girl who's, like, 10 years old. <laughs> tops. Um, he... Th- he th- Finally throws her books like to the side, like off, and then like grabs her desk and just like twist, twist it around the room. Like she doesn't fall or anything, but he grabs her desk. And it's like one of those one unit desk yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. So she's on a chair attached to it, and like turns her very violently towards the window. And then he grabs a fire extinguisher and chucks it through the window which shatters the glass <laughs> and like it looks like it almost hit someone because someone was like in the hall walking by at the same time and then he just walks away <laughs> that's the best thing I've and seen and then 9-11 happened <laughs> <laughs> like Jesus Christ well it then was, it was so incredible I was like I made the joke. I was like, "So, honey, why I was in school? Robert Pattinson showed up and he, he took the fire extinguisher and he threw it in a box. Miss Torres on the forehead. Oh, and what happened? Oh, that's gotta be the crazy thing that's gonna happen all week, honey. Don't worry about that. That was Friday. Well, I'm glad this movie is as eventful as it's ending. Oh, uh, it's great. The, the last thing I want to say, right, right before 9-11 happens, this school teacher on another day writes, all right, girls, today it's September 11th, 2001. <gasps> <laughs> and then Robert Pattinson's, like, pensively standing by the window waiting for his dad to show up because it's the one day his dad's not in and the office. And you don't know his dad works in the Twin Towers. No, you don't know that up until this point. So he's standing by the window and then it, like, pans out and it's like, oh, shit, he was in the Twin Towers. Oh, no. Yeah, and then, like, they're looking at the debris and his notebook is there. Oh, yeah. I know, isn't it? Isn't it thought provoking? <laughs> Anyways, please watch Remember Me. It's fantastic. It's not good Never at all, forget. but it's great. I won't. I will not. Well, then. We all saw Jennifer's body. Yes. Yeah. I, I wanted to add this to the list because we all saw this. Yeah. 
Um, and this is a movie that the more I see it, the more I'm like, hell <laughs> yes, this movie. Yeah. And also, it, it makes amazing. sense why people love it so much too. Yeah, it's only grown. Yeah, so I knew it was gonna be good because all the correct people really. Love yeah, it. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> all people with good opinions enjoy yeah. it. Uh, it just sucks that like when it came out, and like yeah. it does make sense given like how weird 2009 was, mm. like the energy of that year. It still sucks. Remember but... Me hadn't come out yet. Yeah, it was before that. <laughs> before we remembered 9-11. I don't think there was any good horror movies around that time. No, I think that was like when... Like, that was like we got our either reboot stuff or we're fucking... Yeah. Or another sequel to... Paranormal Saw and Paranormal... Saw? Saw at that point. Yeah. Saw at that point would be Saw. Yeah. So... And yeah, also all the marketing was like very like, oh, this is a movie for the boys. And yeah, that's it. At all. Yeah, and that's like, it. It isn't for the boys, and it's very gay. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Um, it's great though. It's yeah, very it's good. great. It's the horror stuff. Oh, it was like, great. Good. And that Blu-ray looks pretty good. Oh, it was very good. Um, the Pank and Disco song is pretty good. Yeah, the soundtrack of this movie slaps. Young Neil's in it. That's young the only Neil. time I've seen Young Neil in anything. Um, other than Scott Pilgrim, but yeah, I'm ha- I'm glad I, I I I watched it. Now when I see Jennifer's body fan art, I'd be like, ah, yes, I that's good. I see, I see. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, very good. Yeah, I love uh, that movie. You saw Black Christmas 2019. I did. How is it? Bad. Aww. <laughs> I uh, had a, I had a thing the other night. I don't know what made me think of it, but I was like, oh, I kind of wanted to watch. That. Me too. And I couldn't find it because it's only on HBO. I saw a DVD of it at Family Video, and I was like, maybe uh, I'd rent that. So what's interesting about this one? I I I've seen the original Black Christmas once. I, I don't not. remember a whole lot about it. I just know that yeah. this was the original movie of like the call is coming from inside yes. the house. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's just a. For the most part, it's just a basic slasher movie. And this movie kind of does that for a bit. It is like a basic slasher movie. It's Christmas, um, this sorority house. Um, there's a few girls who don't really have anywhere to go for the holidays, so they just like kind of hang out, and I think they plan on going to like a party. Um, there's a lot of... like. I would describe this movie as someone was hired to write it into the dark episode for Hulu and somehow it got made into a full movie in the terms of like how it tries really hard to like be a a very specific cultural thing um and try to put a horror twist on that but it feeling very like I, I like the idea that you're doing here but it doesn't it feels weird cause like a big thing with like Emogen Poot's character she had some sort of like sexual assault thing happened to her it's not super specific what it is they don't get into the details they just know that when she sees this guy on campus and even though like it's a big school they keep running fucking into him for some Mm -hmm. reason and he's all like it's me the guy i'm the head football dude or fucking whatever Mm. and you know she has post-traumatic stress on that um and she just disapproves of guys in general because of it um, it has like the whole like undertones of Me Too, and it's not it's not done super well. But like the thing that like gets it weird is in the middle of it, it goes supernatural. Oh, very quickly, <laughs> very abruptly, and very weirdly. Um, which is bizarre considering the original was just a regular yeah. slasher movie. Interesting, um, and it involves like like explaining why men suck. Like there's a there's Do men have demons in them. There's in in the vague without getting too specific, they find this statue and it bleeds this black blood 
And when it does that, men around it just get like super like shitty and like aggressive and violent and like oh, I, I can't wait to assault some women right now. Wait, and this is happening during Christmas. What? And it's happening during Christmas. <laughs> yes, not during Christmas. Yeah, it's it's bizarre, oh, and it's trying it. And like it sucks because like I like I like the, the skew it's trying to do. I think it sets up the good mystery of like because you know that oh from like the cold open that there's a serial killer on campus yeah. and it does that same thing where like it sets up like a few different people of like oh is it this guy this guy or this guy, um, but then it ends up just being all of them and they're all in this weird cult thing. It's bizarre and it's kind of weird is it is it trying to be like no he's not a rapist he's just under the influence of this black statue blood he's really a good guy a little bit because one one of the girls in the sorority has a boyfriend and like he's he's just like a regular like kind of like cool guy like just regular dude but then like halfway through the movie he gets like like shut up bitch and like just like weirdly like, weirdly, like violent she's like what's wrong with you and it's like i fucking hate you you say all men are like this and it's like whoa 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 oh, man boy. it's christmas don't do it now <laughs> um and like but then like he leaves campus and then, like he comes back he's like babe i'm sorry i don't know what was into me back there so, but like there's a the actual reason yeah. why he was like that it's That's it's weird it's, it's like weird. a horcrux. That seems like too high everyone... concept. Yeah, it is very high concept. concept. And then, and then the end is just like you know the girls kill a bunch of guys and they walk out like, huh, we did it, girls. Black Christmas. I really want to like it more than I do, but sure. it, it feels so like first draft. Girl power written by a dude. It was written by it was written written by a girl though. That's so, good. So that's cool. It just first draft written by a girl. Yeah, it just like <laughs> I don't I don't know. It just something something's not right. Maybe yeah, that movie came and went. Yeah, yeah, when it yeah, it had out. a very limited release, which yeah. kind of sucked. But yeah, like Christmas was Christmas. It was Christmas season. I was like, I'm ready for Christmas, but I want it to be crazy. <laughs> um, so right. I watched Black Christmas 2019, and I was like, oh, that's not very good. It's also <laughs> weird that movie's been remade. This twice. is the third time. Yeah, it's yeah. bizarre for Black yeah. Christmas. I think well, I think it just has the name is is a good it's a good name for a movie. It, it is a good name, and we do need more like spooky Christmas movies. I forgot Krampus existed. I it's, watched it the other I night. I haven't seen it. I, I watched I com- it before Halloween with our friend Zoe. Nice. I completely forgot that existed somehow. It's fun. I don't own it, so I don't know. I haven't thought about it. Anyways, you saw In the Mood for Love. Yeah. Which is a it's a it's a big big boy big big ba- big movie person. It's movie. a big movie person movie. Yes, yeah. I've been meaning to watch this for a while. Um. How do you pronounce his name? Uh, Wong Kar Wai is like. Oh, I'll watch the trailer for this because I've never seen any footage is, from this yeah. Is like, in terms of like Chinese directors, he makes like a slew of like fantastic like romance or sad movies. I've seen uh, Chungking Express, which is fantastic. Oh, I've, see, I've seen that name floating around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's great. I love it. But this was like his other like big movie. And Criterion just recently announced like a big box art of like. I saw you hyping that up on the timeline. I, I need it, but it's so expensive. Yeah. That's how um, I feel about the Godzilla box. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Carrie, I got a crazy idea. Because <laughs> Christmas is coming, right? Right. So what if you buy me my thing? I would love it if we were both just today, how we told our friends how our Christmas presents are probably going to be late because we're both <laughs> struggling financially. But then we both buy these huge... I bought this fucking... Godzilla I box. bought 20 Godzilla movies and Ryan bought seven obscure Chinese films. Okay. 
but don't worry, your Funko Pop is in the mail. <laughs> oh my god, I'm getting everyone Funko Pops confirmed. Um, but the the story of this is like it's these two neighbors in this apartment complex, and they're both couples. Um, and the the man and the woman find out that each of their like partners are cheating on them with the couple in the other house. Oh. Um, and they both, like, work abroad, and that's kind of, like, how they started doing this. Mm-hmm. So they're, like, at the homes alone, and they're just, they're just basically, like, having these, like, conversations about, you know, they're trying to figure out, like, you know, who started what, and, like, how do we, like, what do we do when they come back? Like, do we address this? Because, like, we found out, and it's just, like, so fucking sad, and I love <laughs> it. It's so pretty. The ending is heartbreaking, and it's great. I love it so much. It's fantastic. So yeah, this has a Criterion release, right? This is a Criterion release. It's it's <laughs> the Criterion for this. The single is fairly easy to find. Chunkin Express is impossible to find. Oh. It is physically impossible yeah. to find. It's gone out of print for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have it on DVD on Criterion, it is worth hundreds of dollars. Damn. I know. So I keep hoping that I'm like at a thrift store and I see like, oh, I'm going to buy this for $5 and then not sell it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's great. Um, I love it a lot. It's, cool. it's dope. I would highly recommend it. It's on HBO Max, baby. Um, so that's that's a pretty easy way to see, easy way to see it. I think so. I think our neighbors or somebody has guests over. I think so. Exciting. <laughs> Anyways, someone someone knew I was talking about in the mood for love, and they were like, "Yeah." yeah! <laughs> um. Yeah. Cool. Um. My films I've seen uh, over the break. I saw Mulan twenty twenty. Oh. oh. That movie sucks, dude. <laughs> it's what real was, bad. What was the revenue of watching it? How'd you How'd you see it? I went to Family Video. Oh. And uh, yeah. it was there. Yeah, it was there. Oh, it was a 4K. Cool. Yeah, it's there you go. Uh, was a not look- a great 4K release. It oh. doesn't look good. It doesn't look that good. It doesn't pop. I, lo- I love how you become the person you hated for something. I'm just years. saying. <laughs> it's not good. There was really no point. There was nothing of value. Um, well, actually, no. Um, what's his name? Uh, Sima, who is the dad in uh, The Farewell. I, I enjoy Ooh, that wow. man. I enjoy his yeah. face. I enjoy his presence. It, it, again, he, I think he's... a. He's he's got very dad energy. God, he's the dad, and this he plays Mulan's dad. Um, but yeah, they do some stuff to the Mulan story, man. Like I've heard they do yeah. some weird stuff to it. So like they add like a they add like a witch character who's also who's a woman, and she's helping the Mongols. She's the reason the Mongols are fucking doing shit. They're taking over shit. Um, and she turns into a bird and stuff, and then she's like, Mulan, you're like me. They don't because she gets pushed around because she's a woman, and they're all like. <laughs> She's a woman, am I right, folks? And then she's all like, you and I are not so different. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, she dies. She gets killed as a bird, and that's sad. Um, yeah, nothing about it works, man. I, it's it's not that pretty. Also, like like Wayne said, it's weird. It's it's not that pretty. It's just weird. Other than like uh, the Mulan Village, like when like it, it's really it reminds me of um what's that movie um is it Kung Fu Hustle? I think so. Where, like, is that movie I think so- you're thinking of The Great Wall, starring Matt Damon. Oh, man, maybe. I- God, I forgot that was a movie, dude. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it starts off with like, the neighborhood where Mulan actually lives. It looks really pretty and stuff. But uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't do anything exciting. Uh, you wouldn't pay $30 to watch this oh, on wow. Disney+. Yikes. Yikes. I paid $3 at the family video, and, it and they asked it. me, are you interested in CBD? And I was like, nope, I'm good. Because Carrie and I live next so. to close to a family video. Where, uh, where is it? It's on Harrison, so like oh. I'll, I'll, you can look it up after this. Yeah. It's really close. Um, oh, George, please tell us your address. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Sorry. That's fine. Um... But yeah, I also rented Ford vs. Ferrari, finally. That movie is exactly what you think it is. And it's great. It's, fu- it's, it's fun. I think it's fun. I don't know. It's very loud. Oh, it's that's very my, loud. The, the problem was that Don Joe, Don Joe hates loud stuff. And for Alyssa, Don Joe's uh, our friend and my girlfriend. Um, because cars, very loud. People's talking, not so loud. Uh-huh. So it's like the movie, like, <laughs> it, it gets, it goes from like just having a conversation to be like, see that um it is the most dad dude oh movie God, in the yeah. planet and i like it it's good it's fun yeah my dad i remember when this was in theaters my dad was like so are you gonna see that ford versus ferrari movie and i was like no <laughs> like, i hate I my feel, daughter i feel i feel bad because he has never expressed interest in seeing a movie right. so i was like it's not so, bad. It's so, no, it's fine. It's just wholly uninteresting. It's totally. To me. But uh, he, I was like, I was like, I'll rent it with you and watch it if you want. He's like, No, I watched a documentary about it. I'm good. I was like, Okay, cool. But uh, I found the concept of that race that they do very cool. Yeah, I had no idea. I didn't know that existed. I told my dad about. it. He's like, Oh yeah, that's a thing. And I was like, This I is fucking wild. It's like a, it's, Ryan, it's a race where they have their car and they have to drive for 24 yeah. hours continuously. So they, they like ride not the- one person. They switch out, but it's like the testing the endurance of their car that it can drive yeah. for 24 hours And also, straight. to start the race, they are outside of their car, and they run to their car, <laughs> and they all take off at the same time. Is there it's, one of those, like, flag girls in the bikini who, like, No, 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 it's oh, cooler okay. because people, like, get in their car, and so, like, you are all... So like everybody, imagine like you know those parking spaces where you gotta go into a slant and you gotta enter into it. I hate them. Yeah, and so every everybody's trying to take off at the same it's time. Craziness. So half the cars fucking wreck right there, and people die. It is insane. <laughs> and also there are people because there's no like there's no, there's not like NASCAR. There's like this giant wall of whatever the fuck. Yeah. There's just like haystacks and people <laughs> are just hanging out. And it's like what the fuck is this? It's awesome. It's so cool. Yeah, I found that interesting. That's an event that I would like seek. I'd be like, you know what? If I was about. like nearby, like, oh, this is pretty dope. <laughs> okay, this is pretty cool. I've got a few hours to spare. <laughs> I've got 24 hours to spare. Um, but other than that, it's, it's the most dad movie in the planet. Yeah. It's great. And it's also, a, it feels like Christian Bale's having a good time with that movie too. Because yeah. he's just being an asshole. But yeah, <laughs> he, 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 yeah really exactly. He's just being a smart ass, just yelling at people about yeah. how to do their job. Yeah, I know he really struggles with that. <laughs> um, anyways, that's Ferrari. Um, Cool. So the next thing I watched is a very, very George thing. Uh, and it's all, again, it's a video game thing. So Double Fine, Ryan, you probably remember this. I love uh, Double Fine. Uh, Remember when they did a Kickstarter? When they were like, they were like one of the first video game Kickstarters. They were like, "Holy shit, you can totally do a Kickstarter yeah. for a movie or a video game. You don't have to go through a publisher. You don't have to go through it's a distributor." Easy street. Yeah, it's yeah. like, and they made three million dollars. And so this is the documentary, uh, a twenty-episode documentary of like from the day Kickstarter started to the game coming out. It is the best and most thorough and most enjoyable, like. Documenting about how a video game is made, and I think it's fantastic. And I love it. 
the it was a fancy Blu-ray version that was on sale. They pretty much tried to make a Criterion version of it. Like like the back of the box has like you know that little square in the upper corner that has like DVD edition, black and white or color yeah. Yeah, that has that thing. Um, <laughs> anyways, that it's it, that this is a total George thing. But uh, if you enjoy video games, uh, it's up on YouTube as well. It doesn't look as pretty as the Blu-ray version, but the Double Fine Adventure documentary is just incredible. And they're doing another one for Psychonauts 2 when Psychonauts that's 2 cool. comes out. And I am so excited about it. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's all I saw. Mulan 2020, man, if you pay, how much, you said, you said it was $30? It was an additional $30. Yeah, it was an additional Jesus $30 charge. It was premium access. And th- they announced at the press briefing that, um, uh, Raya and yeah. the Last Dragon is also going to be a... their next um, Disney animation is going to be premiere access. Yeah. Which is weird because Soul, the Pixar movie, is coming out on Christmas. We didn't add that to the list, but the Pixar movie oh, is Oh, is that just going to be Disney Plus? No, it's just going to be on Disney Plus on Christmas. Weird. So they'll put that on Disney Plus for free, but they're going to be selective with the premiere access stuff hmm. until the virus thing is under control, which hopefully it is because we might have a vaccine. <laughs> But apparently, uh, some people in the government are like, we don't really want that. Yeah, but like, whatever. Fucking, who, cares? who cares? I guess Soul's coming out. Well, anyways, I guess that's December. That's, that's all we've been watching randomly. So I guess we should just jump into Soul because it's not on the list here. Um, that movie, I forgot. I thought, because I, it was the, the movie with Spider-Man and was it Will Smith? No, it was uh, Chris Pratt. Was it? No, no, that's Onward. There was another, oh. there's oh, another, I the turned into movie. an animal. Oh. Yeah, you're thinking of uh, yeah. uh, Spies in Disguise. Exactly. Every time I go to Walmart, um, <laughs> I, I walk past the DVD section and think like, oh man, nothing new has come out all year. <laughs> yeah, um, I keep having um, And I always see this Spies in Disguise one and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I'm not going to do that, but that is something I could do. The Sonic Blu-ray getting a lot of <laughs> yep. airtime on that the That fucking shelf. movie, dude. It has to be like every child has had to see that movie at this point. Oh, my God. Holy oh, shit. Poor children watching that shitty movie. Oh, God. Um, anyways, I, I'll watch. No, I won't watch. So I don't have Disney Plus. I'm, I'm I, I like. I like the. Does idea. anybody have Disney Plus? I have access. I don't personally have it, but I believe Richard's family uh, has it. So oh. I have Disney Plus on my television. So you can watch oh. right now. I don't know okay. how long it will be left there. Do you have I access have no to Disney Plus? Um, now that I have my own place, I do not because I used to watch Showers with uh, with my roommate, but now. I'm I'm free to buy it by uh, myself. Now I don't think I'm gonna watch Soul then. I it, think, is I it think... getting a 4K Blu-ray or whatever the fuck? We're I mean, doing? probably at some point. Because yeah, Mulan was after, right? The fact, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm gonna get Disney Plus eventually, just because. I'll get it in January as much as for I WandaVision. Hate Marvel right now. Mm. All their shows sound interesting. And yeah, cool. it's a, it's unfortunate. And they have, like, you hate to see budgets. it. You hate to see it. It sucks, but I'll watch them. Yeah, WandaVision seems good. So seems very cool. Anyways. <laughs> Monster Hunter the movie is coming out <laughs> in December. I got a YouTube ad for this uh, yeah, today. I think it's supposed to come out the 18th. Yes, I know yeah. that. I'm gonna go so to the Monster Hunter Twitter account so I can know if I can oh. watch it from the comfort of my home. Um, so if if things weren't horrible in the world, yes. would you would you go to a theater to watch this movie? No, I didn't see the Tomb Raider movie, so I wouldn't watch oh. this. Uh, I think probably just because I have several close friends yeah, who really like, like Monster, Monster Hunter, Hunter yeah, so yeah. it would become an evening. Yeah, you would sure. get invited too many times to be like, alright, fine, I'll see Monster Hunter. Yeah. Um, There's no way it's good, right? T.I.'s and Monster Hunter? Probably. 
That makes sense. I, <laughs> this is firmly looking, shaping up to be like a like a, a very fun movie. Like like not trying to be good, but just yeah. It, the best it could be is fun. Hang on, <laughs> like one of those. Hang on. Yeah. Uh, it's making yeah, me think that. of like the same amount of fun as like a Kong Skull Island type thing. God, I, I know, hope that's I high you, bar. Yeah. I know, but like it's like that sort of vibe. That I mean, that's true. It does have giant like monster kaiju monsters. Yeah. Unlike fucking Resident Evil, it's just nonsense zombie movie. It's just like my thing is like the concept is like it's American military in like our world, and they get sent to the Monster Hunter yeah. dimension. Mm-hmm. It's like. God, why can't it just be in that world? Why is it gonna be like, where are we? This I is... see a I see a loading screen over there. Are we inside a video game or something? You just want more Jumanji. That's true. <laughs> Interesting. Um, I do I do know that there this movie was um in China. In China, like movies are like in China and Australia, like cinema is like that basically because. Right. I know, yeah. I know Australia. Wait, so this movie, are you, are you leading up to the saying this movie already premiered in China? It's already premiered. I assume it made a billion dollars. Um, well, it had to be taken off of theaters for a bit because they made a joke. Oh. Um, I heard about this. I yeah. Don't know what the joke was. It's. I, I don't. Look this up right I don't, now. I don't want to say it because yeah. it, it's, it's one that, like, I didn't even like think about like being bad it, mm-hmm. it's not like it's not like you know overt overt it's just like a thing people would say to um chinese and oh Asian i can yeah. see where this is going yeah, i can yeah, see yeah. where this is going and i read like the history and i was like oh because like i never i never grew up in i i never heard that as a kid i heard it on like tv but it was like out of context mm-hmm. and knowing like the context i was like oh yeah that that seems like it'd be kind of bad yeah but they made that joke in the movie apparently um with at, or a reference to it, and it got pulled from you know Chinese theaters. That's a shame because that's where. But that's... but I think they were gonna edit it out and put it back in. Oh, in the theater. Because the that's that's where that movie was gonna make a bunch yeah, of exactly. shit ton of money. Yeah, exactly. They love that Resident Evil movies for some fucking reason. I have exactly. no idea why the China market likes the Resident Evil movies. The, the, their market is is it's very, weird. It's, it's very different from the American there is a market. what was I was watching. I was listening to some movie thing and there's like, there's a movie that like became like a watershed for the an American movie that became a watershed movie for the Chinese audience. Because I feel like there was a point, obviously, where like they became a lot of. There was a point where like we need to make movies for the Chinese audience. Mm-hmm. Um, like I remember, like one of the first movies I saw where I was like, "This is super." That was Transformers Four, or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got to research into this. Are you thinking about the Great Wall? No, no, I don't think they were excited about that. Maybe they were. They maybe they did. Love I think the Great that movie Wall. they wanted the Chinese market to be excited about it because it was like, "God, what if Matt Damon was in China?" <laughs> Um, and I think that was what? the idea. <laughs> what? I can't believe it. He would never go here. I love Matt David. <laughs> well, I'm glad the Monster movie's coming out, I guess. Yeah. Mank. Mank? Mank. David Fincher's <laughs> first film since Gone Girl. Yeah. Wow. I know. Is this the one he produced with uh, fucking, what's his face? Probably. Whatever you're about to say, probably. Uh, the guy from Gone Girl. Uh, Batman. Ben Affleck? Ben Affleck. No, he didn't. He didn't. I don't think Ben Affleck. They were working on a thing together, I remember. Oh boy. I, I know that um David Pitcher like did some stuff at Netflix for a bit. Like he had a TV show that he directed a bunch of episodes oh, of the Mind Mindhunter, yes. Yeah. Yes. So that I never keep, watched. Never watched. I've heard um, good things of the first season. I don't watch television. Yeah. <laughs> me Unless either. it involves drag queens or cannibals. <laughs> I like how we're all like we don't watch television here. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, Mink. Um it's the story about the writer of Citizen Kane, uh, played by Gary Oldman. 
and I guess like you know what was going on around that time because apparently the writing process of Citizen Kane is like there's there's like a lot of interesting history behind it like there's like you know legal cases and like a bunch mm-hmm. of like strange stuff going on with that um, to make the movie like you know needed you know as much as I would love a story, but the writing of Remember Me, I don't think that would uh, <laughs> my God. That, would, that would hit. That would hit as hard. But yeah, it just feels like a very like classic. Like it feels like every year around this time we get like this movie is about Hollywood because yeah. we want everyone to nominate us for yeah, exactly, awards. Yeah. Um, but I have since seen Citizen Kane because I do want to watch this, and Citizen Kane is boring. Yeah, I said it's it. It's not, a boring it's movie. Good. It's dry as hell. <laughs> I don't like it that much, and I don't care if you do. I don't remember anything I found significant. I watched it for one of my dumb film classes, and I remember. Yeah, it's a very like film class kind oh, of. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw it in a bad film class. Ooh, oh. it was just not good film class. Although I did see Drive there. So. Oh, yeah, Drive's pretty good. <laughs> We'll talk because we took some similar film classes. We, I think so, yeah. Yeah, so I'll, have to, I'll have to ask you that. It wasn't in that one. Wasn't, wasn't in that, that wasn't one. Wasn't the UNO one. No. Oh, okay, then that makes sense. I saw Do the Right Thing in that one, and that was that was probably one of the most meaningful college experiences of my life. Nice. I was sick that day. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. That <laughs> so was very I, good. I have not seen it. Although it was very easy on the test of like the movies to find out which one uh, was. What questions were of that movie? Oh, it was yeah, totally. vastly different from yeah, the other options. Yes, yes, definitely. Um, what movie? Yeah, so I still need to watch that. I love it. I saw it last um, night, and it's still incredible. Yeah, you have it on Criterion. It's incredible. It's, it's great. a fantastic movie. I, I love need to it watch so that. much. It's never has it been more uh, appropriate of a movie. Oh. Fantastic. <laughs> Love it. Anyways, I wish I wasn't sick that day. It doesn't help that that class was at like seven o'clock yes, at night. Yep. Yeah. Oh. So it's like I'm sick. I don't want it. It's dark yeah, out. Yeah, I don't yeah, care. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Anyways, uh, another round. What's this? This is the new Mad. Mass Mickelson movie. Oh. It's from the same director who did The Hunt. Oh. Which is a very very. Very uh, uh, loved fucking, Danish yeah, yeah, let's say, yeah. yeah. Carrie, I remember I watched that during quarantine. Yeah, I told nope. you not to do it. <laughs> I, I, I was just like, I you were like, a... I need a Mads Mickelson movie. And I was like, pick a different one. <laughs> and I was like, too late. <laughs> oh, it's really, it's amazing, but damn, it hurts. Yeah, it's not fun at all. There no, is not, no, a pl- no, 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 not a pleasant no. thing happens. No, 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 not a single good thing happens in that movie. <laughs> Even like when you think, you know, this might be turning around for Mads Mickelson. Nope. If they don't, nope. you'll realize, nope. oh, he's going to have this his whole yep. life. Yep. That's yep. great. Yep. I love that. But basically, this movie is about a group of teachers who, have, the, yeah, yeah, who have this theory that if they are always a little bit drunk, they might perform better at their job and just overall in life. So they start this experiment where they're trying to maintain a certain level of drunkenness all the time, just to up their output and their professional, uh, you know, how, how, how well they're performing in their lives and job. And then it shows it's So it's like a, like a sort of, comedic kind of setup like what if isn't this wacky and then i assume it goes to places that are of much more i have never seen a movie where mads mickelson plays a school teacher and things go bad for him no never yeah never directed by this man (laughs) (laughs) 
But yeah, it seems like a fun time. And a fun time that could turn into an emotional time, which mm. I'm always. I, I would I would I would like to go into this not knowing um I, I didn't know what was going on with the hunt. I thought it was sad for, like, you know, the normal sad reasons. No. It's just yeah. kind of devastating. Yeah, just kind of, just like, <laughs> like the worst thing that could possibly happen yeah. to a single person. Yeah. But, yeah, and I, it's no secret that I love Matt Mickelson. He's one of my favorite, what? favorite humans in the entire world. So, he's endlessly compelling in no no matter what fucking movie he's in i'm like i'm, I'm on board I'm how do you ready. feel about how the world is finally getting to understand how great thank he is? you <laughs> hello where have you been because like he's in harry potter he's now in he was in thank marvel because it, it's like it's like what happened with him and kojima i feel like oh yeah. people meet him and they're like wow you're so yeah. enchanting <laughs> and compelling and the most beautiful man i've ever seen in my life be in my movie please and he's like i mean okay sure i don't and he's like a fucking <laughs> aloof dweeb who doesn't care he's like sure i'll be in harry potter that sounds fun <laughs> That's another movie I've seen on the shelf, that last one, which I didn't even know it's oh, the second one. Crimes of Grindelwald? Yeah, I have not like, seen that movie. yet. I need to watch that, because I, I will watch it. I mean, I will if do you want it. to be I've in, seen in all context the Star Wars movies. For, in all the context for when Mass Mickelson takes up the role, then yes. you should probably watch it, I'd like it, to I see guess. Because but. I'm someone who doesn't like the Star Wars movies, I'd like to see what apparently the worst one is. Like how Star that is Wars? the... Not Star Wars. I do hate Star Wars. That's a different reason. Harry Potter. Yeah. Harry Potter. Yeah, no, it's not good. Oh, nice. It's very bad. Love that. Hmm. Promising Young Woman. I'm told it is finally coming out. Yeah. I've been told by Christmas. all these trailers that it's coming out on Christmas. So please, God. Merry Christmas. Please, God. <laughs> this is the only yeah. movie I've wanted to see all goddamn year. <laughs> please, I, I, God. I made, I made a list of 2021 Does films. Does it just say Christmas, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm in theaters this Christmas. Yeah, oh. it's not. They're not saying any digital stuff. Interesting. So mm-hmm. I'm pondering whether I want to go to the theater. I mean, or not. I, like I, any other movie, I'd be like, no, I'll wait. But that is the one I feel fucking like, movie. I feel like I, I wonder where because Alamo has not put tickets up for Wonder Woman, which we'll get to Wonder Woman in a mm-hmm. second. Because I assume like this is the movie where it's like, well, we have to open. Like I don't know. Like they're they're forcing our hand. Yeah. So. That's the place because I was like, where in Nebraska, where here would that movie show? Promising Young Woman. It'd be like there, or maybe a film streams. Even that's probably it's too genre. Oh, uh, I mean, Exarbin probably another would, round. I forgot is streaming through. You can rent. You can buy tickets to rent uh, through film streams. You can watch another round. Oh. But I think it's coming to digital next week, so oh, okay. you can wait for that. Well, I hope Promising Woman comes out. Hopefully, yes. yeah. Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. Yeah. How does it feel? God. Too many movies are using blue. Too many media products are using Blue Monday. That's true. It's a good song. But But calm down. Exactly. Anyways, hey, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. Also because it's probably going to be half decent and I can watch it. It's probably going to be a fun enough movie. It's probably going to be fun. And, uh, but, uh, but But the thing about this movie is that, uh, it's coming out day and date, uh, theater and uh, digitally through HBO Max, along with every other Warner Brothers movie for the year 2021, yeah. such as Mortal Kombat and Tom and Jerry. 
And that's it. That's all we got. <laughs> that's all we got. That's all we got. We don't know why we're so pissed about this. <laughs> yes, calm down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You can't see Tom and Jerry at theater. I had oh, no dude. idea they were making a live action Tom yeah, and Jerry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, I knew. And Have you I, been following that? <laughs> I, I heard, I've heard things and I was like, come on now. No, um, no, but no, I do, way. I will say I like the way they're animating Tom and Jerry. Do they talk? They in the way that Tom and Jerry talk, well, good like, because sometimes. There, well, because there was the Tom and Jerry movie where they made them talk for the yeah. first time, and they, everyone hated it, and so I wasn't sure if they were gonna do that again. Well, I think even Tom like would like because like there'd be times when like he's like like serenading like a girl. Kind yeah, of, yeah, like, yeah. Hello, my baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, or it's like baby. a weird clip of a thing or some yeah, shit. Yeah, no? yeah. But <laughs> yeah, but. But yeah, they're it's they're three animated, but it looks two D, and there's you know regular people like in this hotel basically. Uh, the premise is le- of that one is like Jerry's like in a hotel, and like we need to get a cat to take care of this bell. I like how we just talk about Tom and Jerry now. Exactly. But the point being is that this is a pretty industry shaking, uh, big dick move from Warner Brothers. Yeah, how just... dare you make a Tom and Jerry movie? <laughs> <laughs> I just gave it to the masses for free. <laughs> Um, but yeah, what's so. interesting is like apparently they they talked to Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot about the Wonder Woman. Uh, and, uh, yeah, they were like get her blessing and yeah, talk. Yeah, get her blessing. But when they dropped the news about everything else hitting that, like they found out the day they announced. Because it's like it's like a contract. It's like it's like a layoff thing, right? Yeah. Where it's just like, well, we can't maybe give our employees a heads up that this is happening because yeah. that'll fuck up investors and all this other shit and all our, these other contract stuff and bankruptcy law. So it all happens to happen on the day of, I'm sorry, goodbye. <laughs> um, that's what it felt like. And yeah. I get it, but... Uh, Some people are very upset, mostly people who make movies. <laughs> yeah. But also it's like, it's a scary thing because it's like, um, it's like back in, was it like the... 40s or 30s where like um a lot of the big film houses were in trouble because because it, it used to be like the film houses were developed their movies in like their own lots or whatever now you have all these other smaller production companies like uh-huh. a legendary it's like warner brothers is kind of paying for the movie but this is a legendary project uh-huh. that we are sort of publishing sort of dealy and uh-huh. i don't know how the math works on it but it's less risky for the film houses um, and it used to be just like Paramount would make these movies or whatever, and then that didn't work out. And so movies went down, and a lot of people lost their jobs who were very famous. It seems like the celebrity thing, it feels like the economy, the celebrity economy is like, I'm sorry, I'm going to pull the rug because we, the big companies, need to make our money, and I'm sorry that you don't think it's fair. Uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Chloe Grace Moretz, star of the Tom and Jerry movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, and, and it's like I do get, I get the, I get part of the idea of like, because like we're very uncertain about what next year is, and <laughs> it, I, I do like fear that like once theaters are like open, that everyone's gonna be like, all right, here's my thing. Yeah, and like there'll yeah. be too much, there'll be too much stuff because like everything this year was delayed, and we're able to film movies now, so like those will come out, and it's like. If everything released at the same time, then nothing will get seen, basically. Right. Because yeah. we have to delay it even more now. Especially for, like, spot. the indie stuff. Um, like, oh, that'll, yeah. that'll get completely buried because, like, you know, a Wonder Woman will come out ne- next one Saint Maud is never coming out. Yeah, yeah. Saint Maud never coming out. I'm going right, to be forced yeah. to watch that horrified trailer forever. Right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. That's the trailer we saw before Possession. Possession. Yes. Possession. It was gross. 
I don't like. And they're I don't like, coming to theaters. Good. I think it looks great. It I looks know. good. Like that one I Dave was... Patel movie. I forget what it's called. Uh, Green Knight. Yeah, Green Knight. I'm very, yes, we're very excited yes. for Green Knight at my house. Point being, <laughs> yes, that that we're in this. That that's an issue. Um, and also, it's the issue like, okay, well, you you made this thing. Like it, that's the thing with like COVID, how it's made people have to do stuff that previously was not possible. Uh-huh. Like. We can all just work from home. You're saying we don't have to come to this office? We could have just done that? Yeah. Okay, weird. That's easy. You're saying we could have just... Uh, oh, we it could've... saved you money for me doing this too? Weird. Wow. Weird. And so it's like, wait a minute, you can just show this movie digitally? It's like, how do you come back from yeah. that, right? Yeah. It's Like, I... the, the, the underlying thing is like, can you understand that this is this is the reason we have to do this? Just because it, we're forced to, but the reality is if we... We have to keep doing movies in movie theaters, otherwise it's not financially viable. Yeah. Which is the celeb thing, right? Like mm-hmm. the only reason you can live this we can pay you this much and you can live this lavish lifestyle is because of the system we've created. It's lavish lifestyle, but you don't know how to set up a webcam properly. Yeah, that too. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I I get it. It's it's also cause like because HBO Max came out, and I feel like they thought it'd be like a bigger, yeah. a bigger thing they than did. it was. And like, it's good. I think it's. I think it's like good. It's work. a lot better than their marketing made me. The marketing yeah. actively made me not want to sign up for HBO Max, <laughs> but it's pretty good actually. It's probably but, the best yeah. one, honestly, out of all. Those, it yeah. it yeah. is, but they're just having a hard time like selling yeah. that to people because also it's also expensive. It's ex- it's the most expensive one, and the HBO branding on their other services made it very confusing yeah. at first because there was HBO Go, Go and HBO Now. Yeah. Um, and that just got, you know, confusing. Also, so, the app fucking sucks shit across the board. It's yeah. all bad. It's all terrible. It's, it's not great. My TV one's slightly better, but it's not. It, it's it's fine on a computer. Great. Yeah. That's how I usually watch it. But <laughs> I, I get it from their respect. Like, hey, if we are able to lock people in with HBO Max subscriptions, and then they'll just keep that because, you know, they'll see that we have the fucking Overlook TV show. And they'll be like, I'll watch that. So they'll just keep paying that subscription. Then, like that would solve some problems later on. And then, in theory, they could put stuff back in theaters proper. I forgot about the Overlook TV yeah. show. Yeah, right. When does that come out? Uh, it's supposed to be next year, I think. Mm. Or like the idea was it? Mm. I don't know. There's Is also... Ewan McGregor in it? <laughs> uh, I hope. They're <laughs> also making the the Batman spinoff or the new Batman movie. Mm. On HBO Max, so it's weird. It's people who enjoy motion pictures and our thing, our, like a routine in our like weekly lives, was going to a movie yeah. theater. That that's not. It's yeah. It's just this weird. weekly bit that we haven't done all year. No, <laughs> now we might not be able to do. I mean, I think you can, but is it until there's a vaccine? Like, is yeah. it really safe? Like, you could you could order tickets for Twin Creek Wonder Woman right now. I you could. could do that. I'm not gonna do that for Wonder Woman. I'm sorry. I'm like, not, yeah, no. God, yeah, it just hit me how we haven't had like a, a group message of like I'm gonna be buying tickets. Yeah, exactly. So like, oh man, <laughs> thing of the past. <laughs> yeah. So, Gary, how are you feeling about this whole deal? Uh, I, I mean, it compels me to. I uh, I was I had access to HBO Max for a bit just because I was using Ryan's for a little bit and then yeah. I, lo- I logged out of it per Ryan's request but we were browsing it and there's some sh- there's some shit on there there's like, a lot all of stuff. the all the Criterion stuff that they have mm-hmm. on there uh, me and Greg watched Congo oh good <laughs> so no no 
Yes, the diamonds are here. <laughs> Do you see that Congo is watched right. on your HBO Max? Stop <laughs> eating my sesame cake. <laughs> Great movie. Amy. I hope that's Great. altered your. I don't know if HBO Max uses a recommendation algorithm, but I hope that's had some sort of impact. Oh, <laughs> I, I have not noticed that. Fucking laser. I figured, I like the... I, I, if I didn't admit it to you, I knew you would never notice because it's not like you would click on Conan no. starring Tim Curry. And then I would see that. Wait a minute. It says I've watched this before. <laughs> I have not. Bruce Campbell in it for five minutes. <laughs> Okay. Anyways, you're saying Gary, sorry. Uh, but yeah, like it makes me want to get HBO Max, kind of. But also, it has the looming thing of like, what other like big corporations are gonna follow suit and be like, oh well, if they did it, I guess we, we have should to, do we it. We have to put Fast so Nine on Peacock. <laughs> so it's a very, very big unprecedented move that i am unprecedented times some would say i am not hopeful yeah <laughs> i i feel like because after the disney press briefing they felt very adamant that movie theaters that, are coming that, back because they they i feel like because disney's thing is like we need to make the big bucks now. yes yes yeah. and that's why most of their money is made from the theme parks and theaters even though when disney disney makes a movie it's terrible it takes it does horrible but when they release a marvel movie they make a billion, a billion dollars sure. so i think i think they need yeah i think they saw and how much money they made from endgame and were like we need to make it happen all the time yeah that's yeah. the thing that was the good thing about this that i didn't think about until mentioning it like yeah they didn't put a date they didn't say plans for black widow no, they they it's said up in the air. They said they said I think the idea is May of next yeah. year, but you know who who knows? I think by May, maybe everything will be most because Warner is a weird case because the movies on their slate are expensive, but it's not like they're all guaranteed. I don't know. They're like weird. They're like, like weird Con- edge cases. Like Kong vs. Skull Island. Like Godzilla vs. King of the Monsters. King of Monsters. Like, that kind of underperformed. It did. So, putting that on HBO Max, makes I sense. feel like makes yeah. more sense. And I know Legendary were specifically, like, upset about that. Because yeah. apparently they had were talking to Netflix um, about putting it on Netflix. And they were going to give them a big chunk of money. But Warren Bros. like, no, no, no. You... You know, you you you're still here, baby. You're still here, baby. You're go. You're not making that money. We're pretty. You're gonna art thing for free. Yeah. Um. So they were specifically annoyed about that, and then because like a lot of their stuff is like you know Tom and Jerry, um, Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat. The dude Dennis Bailey was very upset about Dune. Okay, oh Dune is something I need to watch in theater. That makes yeah. sense. It yeah. makes sense that why he's also upset. I mean, he's like, come on, I dude. can never make money off my movies. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. You haven't made a goddamn dollar off your fucking movies, dude. Yeah. For it's, someone to make such like crazy, like awesome movies, yeah, he never he's like you're not making money dollar. anyway. So it's like, who cares? Um, because he was like, we can't make this into a, a big thing now if it's streamed. Because yeah, no one. Yeah, I don't know. I would have thought that more people watch Dune in it. I mean, I think Dune should be watched in a movie theater, but I think more people would watch I Dune. I think more people would watch Dune yes. if it was on That's their thing. That's got I love yeah. Euphoria. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. Like, you loved Euphoria. You'll love Dune? <laughs> <laughs> She's just as, like, sad. <laughs> but there's a sandworm? Big worm. <laughs> yeah. And The Matrix 4, which I didn't know was that far. In, like, I didn't know it was already. Is that coming out this year? That's what they said. Well, which 2021. I, it's I, part of, it was part of the yeah. lineup. Oh, wow. Interesting. That's like the biggest. I think that and... Suicide Squad? I guess Suicide Squad, yeah. 
It was pretty big. Two Wisside Squad. Two Wisside. Damn it. James Gunn is quaky right now. But again, no! What's the budget for Matrix 4? I can't imagine it's more than like 100 million. I don't know. I can't beat that. That's got to be like. That seems like relatively cheap, to be completely honest with you. I don't know. Keanu Unless Reeves... they're doing a giant spider war, like fucking huge ass thing. Keanu Reeves is big again. Like. I guess. So I feel like they might have given him. Cyberpunk guys could have Cyberpunk is out. Yeah. I think they might have given him John Wick money for that. Is it is John Wick money? Is there John Wick money? Because those movies, he has to make good money off. Of I think movies, he does, right? but he's not. I don't know. He doesn't see. He seems like he seems kind of cheap. He's still Keanu. Reeves. He's still Keanu Reeves. He's still Keanu Reeves. <laughs> he God. still lives in a studio apartment <laughs> by <laughs> choice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I think I didn't even consider that that was one of the. Thi- Interesting things about the Disney thing that they were like, we can't, it's not, yeah. it's not viable. Like, it's only viable for Warner Brothers because these movies are not, they don't make a billion dollars. I think it's also because, like, next year they don't have, like, a lot of big DC stuff. Like, they have Suicide Squad. Yeah, which is, like, kind of And a... they were going to have Batman, but Robert Pattinson kid keeps yeah. getting coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely by choice. So. Oops. <laughs> so that was pushed into 2022. Unfortunately, Man. which sucks ass. Which would have made a lot of money. So sucks ass. I if that had come out next year on HBO Max in theaters, I would have seen that in theaters, got coronavirus, and watched on HBO Max eighteen times the moment I got home from that theater. <laughs> what what's your what's if if in a hypothetical world where there was you couldn't see it in the theater, but it was premiering on HBO Max, but there was an extra charge. What's the highest you would go for that? $1,000. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Get this man, this Batman movie. <laughs> I, I need to see this movie. I love, every time they say a sentence about this movie, I'm like, yes, 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 please. So I guess the only other, I'm trying to think of the big players. I guess Universal hasn't is the one that's like, what are you going to do? They were the first ones to do, like, we're just going to do digitally. But yeah. they don't have a... They don't have a peacock? They have Peacock, maybe? Yeah. I think they'll... They, they, they want to put some more stuff on Peacock, I think. Mm, I don't want to go on Peacock. I've gone on there to watch... You should... But no, no, here? no, because oh. they, the, the thing <laughs> they have is Fast 9. They can't put Fast 9 on Peacock. Oh, yeah. Because they won't make it... It's, it's a Marvel thing. Like, yeah. they won't make enough money. Yeah, the, the Fast movies are definitely like... Those are billion-dollar movies. You need, you need the dude bros to get, like... Tightly you need them. You need them. Really breathing on each and other. The, and, the, and the minorities. We, we love Fast Furious. We love it. I, I tell you what. I can say that because I know my entire family when a Fast and Furious movie comes out. And this is when I hated them. I was like, you goddamn idiots in your dumb car movie. And now here I am watching Fast Five. Guys, let's giving go. it four and a half stars on Letterboxd. And, and watching like, Ford versus Ferrari. Exactly. I'm like, I need more cars. Not as good I as like, I like if you, you've become, you know, like, I need my I need my 4K quality. And I need, you know. <laughs> like, you're, like you're, you're, you're a very specific kind of dad now. And I, I guess, love that. Yeah. No, because the dad just buy the 4K TV and put a fucking DVD in it. And I'm not that guy. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I am that dad. God. They see the PS5 box that says 8K. That's a thing. That's a thing that's possible, you fucking idiots at Sony. Motherfuckers. Anyways. I really hope it's that 8K question mark. 8K? Maybe. 8K TV gaming, which means you can plug in this console into an 8K TV. And- I don't know. But I just pictured the, the fucking 
fucking whiteboard from A Quiet Place. It's like 8K. Is it possible? <laughs> also, A Quiet Place. Where is that? <laughs> Who cares? Who cares a fucking shit? <laughs> I, I saw the bugles again with the with it advertised, the new ones, but it's not. Listen. Maybe they were like, it'll definitely be out yeah, exactly. by this point. So like, order more, order more. Fuck. <laughs> Thank God the Bugles guys are charging us a premium on this. Here's the thing. If there's a movie that should be released at home, it should be The Quiet Place. Yeah. Because, like, I was so annoyed by a movie where the whole thing is don't talk and I just hear... <laughs> and I didn't see it in the movie theater, so I didn't go there. I saw it in theaters, but I saw it at the Alamo, so it was all right, because there's not the, the er, er, yeah. er There was so much er, er. <laughs> and I ate peanut M&Ms, and I was like, Whoa. Yeah, that's, 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 that's what Joe said. She was like, yeah. But yeah, I, I pray to God, the only way I'll watch that movie if it's a, if it's a Disney Plus premiere. Yeah. Well, that's a, per, that's a Paramount movie, no? <gasps> I don't care. So, I don't even know what Paramount does anymore. <laughs> they they have the Paramount Network. Yeah, but those are like classic cool movies. Yeah, but they have the Paramount Network. I guess they have the Paramount Network. Yeah. Oh no, they're having Paramount Plus. That they're making their own thing called Christ. Paramount Plus. What movies do they make? I don't even know. They're they... making The Quiet Place too. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it. <laughs> it's kind of like a premium charge because you pay for the service, but there's only one movie. <laughs> Oh, Netflix has the right to oh. that for a few years, but you can watch the second one. <laughs> Anyways. You pay the monthly subscription to Paramount Plus, and then there's a $30 premiere access to watch a quiet place, too. I'm, for, for our the type of movies we like, it's a bummer that there's no film festivals, so, like, it's weird that, like, those types of smaller movies are not going to get noticed by an A24 or a Neon. No. And they're not going to get picked up because they... It's weird for those movies. I don't know. It's, it's weird because we're the market that we like watching things in theaters and stuff. So it's, yeah, I don't know I what Yeah, I feel they... like their best bet is to get Netflix to buy them, yeah. unfortunately. Which, that's fine. Netflix gives I don't think they buy them, though. People. I don't think they buy them, though. They buy them sometimes. I guess. But but you see, they put they put Mank on Netflix and people don't give a shit. They're watching Dolly Parton's Christmas Time. <laughs> like, nobody right. cares. What is going on? No, no offense to the Christmas time. No offense offense to anyone who watched that shit, but like, come on. I ain't watching Mank. Because like, it's just every year they try to do it and the next like, this is high art. That's why they had the fucking Irishman last year. Yeah, sure. Who cares about the Irishman? It's on Criterion, I'll tell you. Yeah, because it's the Martin Scorsese, but that's the only reason it's on Criterion. Guys, I love you, Criterion. Please sponsor us. But for the love of God. God damn it. You did great on the Marriage Story one, though. Yeah, that, was that one was good. great. That's pretty good. Now, when are you going to make the, I think, a They released Crash things. on oh. Criterion, which I didn't know. How was Crash not on the Criterion collection before? <laughs> Anyways, I think that's all we got to say. Yeah. I'm excited. I, I look forward to Wonder Woman. I don't know. It's fine. It's cool. It's, it's in the 80s. Movie we'll it's fun. Yeah. It's got Chris Pine. Chris Pine's back. Oh, yeah. Kristen Wiig is back. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, some other... Actor, do they do bad. the dumb ends? They don't do the end dumb the dumb end stingers, do they? Where like, oh, Aquaman is like, Bleh. they have sometimes. It's very like not clear because like Justice League had that it was like, I'm thinking of making a league of my own, baby. I love that movie. Superman no is and, and then Shazam had like the bit from the trailer at the end with the him trying to see oh, yeah, get Aquaman powers. That. Shazam's good. Shazam yeah. is good. 
Um, but yeah, it's very like on and off whether or not they want to do it. Mm. Anyways, that's that's all we got, folks. Um, Carrie, folks wanted to see what you catch with what you were watching. Where could they find you? you? Can find me on Letterboxd just by searching my first name, Carrie, K A R R I E, and and Twitter at at K A R underscore E Lyles L Y L E S. Ryan, if people wanted to find out oh, what you're watching, oh. <laughs> uh, you could go to Letterboxd and go to Film Piece. That is where I'm at. That's where my movies are playing, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And you can find me at jcruzalvarez26 on everything. Uh, I forget to log stuff nowadays because I watch something and I'm like, ah, I don't know. I saw Weathering With You again for the third time and I still yeah. don't like that movie. I feel like you've seen that more than you've I seen your I absolutely name. have, I think. Yeah, it's and it's weird, really right? weird. It's really annoying. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, that's all we got until whenever the fuck. At some point we have a discussion on how we're going to do get movie of the year. Uh, movie stuff. I have no idea. Sonic the Hedgehog. Congratulations. Anyways, that's the podcast. Uh, until next time, bye bye.